Welcome, everyone, to episode 99 of the Filmstick Athletes Podcast. I'm your host, Dan. I'm Eric. Corey. Uh, no William. William is uh, vacationing in Florida, right? Yeah. He never actually got back to us and told us for sure he wasn't going to be on the pod. But you know, I told big league in us. I'm, I'm more pissed at him for not letting me know what he ordered at Chick-fil-A for his first stop there. <laughs> I at least I wanted noticed pictures. That. I wanted Fucker. pictures. I was so excited to hear because I actually I uh, took my nephew to Chick-fil-A for the first time, which I'll talk about later. Uh, so I like was ready to compare, you know, what he got, what I usually get. I was hoping he was going to ask me what to get, but I got dead air. Dead air. <laughs> big leaguing. Big leaguing. Yeah, big leaguing. So, yeah, I, I told him as long as he's on next week's big episode, episode 300, it's fine if he, oh. he can't make it this week. So. Uh, our topic for today is going to be what we play, what Corey played specifically, but uh, we're going to have a main segment based on what we played this week. Uh, we wanted to keep the episode short because I can imagine next week's episode will be long. We have a bandwidth cap that we uh, haven't always had in the past, so I want to keep the bandwidth to a minimum. And it's playoff hockey time, and my team is playing right now, so that's also a factor I would like to get done and be able to sit on the couch and watch the end of the game comfortably. Although in the playoffs, you never know how long these games can take. That is true. Just last year, the Predators won one in triple overtime. So, Wasn't there a, a minor league game this season that went to like seven overtimes or something ridiculous was, like that? It was a European game. European, okay. Yep. And yeah, it was it was in like the seventh overtime or something like that. It's crazy. The other team bought all the food from the concession stands. <laughs> something like something <laughs> well, yeah, silly. Could, yeah, I mean, you got to feed your players. Like they 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 can't go that long without. Uh, and that's what one of the things they talk about in between periods. This is off topic, but uh, they're like, yeah, after they play, I think it's not after the first overtime, but after the second overtime, they're like, yeah, they're they're they probably had someone order like pizzas or something just to f- have the players get some food in their stomachs uh, in between periods, so they're not you know running on empty. Yeah, I was found that to be interesting like hey just have one of your i don't know equipment managers or something go get food for the team can you imagine being the intern or something who gets sent to get food for the team and like you try to find somewhere that's open and everywhere's closed Every, and, well, you know, that's everybody's counting on you <laughs> yeah you just drive off a cliff oh uh, i'd feel terrible you just go to the grocery store and get a couple boxes of cheese it's or something there you go yeah. or sam- stuff to make sandwiches yeah peanut butter and fluffs then you have to be the guy to make the sandwiches too. <laughs> that well, I'd find myself second guessing, like, oh, what what kind of lunch meat are the most people gonna like? Yeah, yeah. Do I get turkey? Do I get spicy spicy ham? I don't know. But anyway, that's uh, that's what we have going on. Uh, anyone have anything you want to tease for later on in the episode? Not I. I'll tell you right now, um, and we're gonna probably start with it. But I played near, which is new. Mm-hmm. Uh, new and and on most of our radars, all of our radars, I think. So it's something we at least slightly on mine. 
Yeah. Okay. Uh, I don't have anything to tease. I played more Mass Effect. I played more Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild. And that's it. I so. didn't play anything new. All the stuff I played was old. Gotcha. But there's a reason I played it that I enjoyed. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay, without further ado, let's get into the main segment. Corey, let's hear about some games you played this week. Yeah, so let's start with Nier. I, I finally sat down and played about two hours worth of Nier, which I don't think is enough because I just got to the part where the game opens up a little bit, but I got a pretty good taste for what it's about. Mm-hmm. So it is it is a third-person, open-world, action-adventure kind of game with light RPG elements. And you play as the android 2B, who is tasked with liberating Earth from machines that have taken over. And you do that from your safe haven, which is on the moon, in a place called the Bunker. Which is a pretty good setup. I'm into it from there. Uh, it, the game is a sequel, and it has some references to the original game, but you don't need to play the first one, from what I understand. But if you have, like I said, there are those references in there that you will probably appreciate. It's a weird game. The The focus is definitely on combat, which is the Platinum Games expertise. Uh-huh. This is the same studio that made Bayonetta. Yeah. Um, can't remember the other ones now off the top of my head, but uh, definitely their forte. So when enemies attack you, their eyes flash red, which is your visual cue to parry, dodge, whatever. And um, each of the weapons that you have have their own types of attacks. I'm not sure how many total weapons there are, but I've found two in the first two hours of the game, and they're very different from each other. So right away, there's more combat and flexibility you have and what you want to do just through the weapons that you have. Um, you can also like launch enemies into the air. All the enemies are robots of very varying sizes from very small to colossal. Um, you can launch them into the air to start combos. It is very Bayonetta like in, in the mm-hmm. combat fast paced. It's pretty challenging, but also forgiving. There's a lot of room for error. If your timing's not great. Um, obviously if you turn the difficulty up, that would change a little bit. I was gonna say probably at the beginning too. It's a little more forgiving. Once you get closer to the end, it'll, I, they they usually they tend to have a nice uh, difficulty curve mm-hmm. in their games. That's what I, at least what I found with playing Bayonetta Bayonetta two. Well, I, I have an anecdote about that, okay. which I'll get to. There is an easy <laughs> mode. Uh, what I like about Near and other games do this too, but the easy mode isn't doesn't really change much. The when you turn on easy mode, it enables items and features that are built into the game so it feels more organic so for instance you have this thing called the pod which is this drone that floats behind you and shoots so while you're controlling your character you also control this drone that's shooting at enemies uh, as well and with the the drone that that's called a pod you can get these uh pod chips they're called and you plug them into your drone which only has a limited amount of memory so you pick and choose what pod chips you want plugged in and they do basic things like your HUD and your minimap. Uh, but later on, you start to find pod chips that increase your attack ability or defense or whatever, speed, those kind of things, like more important things. And you have to decide, like, what's more important to me, a minimap or faster movement speed. Uh, but in easy mode, there's things built into the game. I, I can't remember any of the specific ones, but that makes the game a lot easier. And I, I like that it's more organic like that rather than just changing like, oh, your character has 10 times more health or something like that, you know? Yeah, or, or the uh, the enemies will just stand there and not attack you or right. or, or something stupid like that. Yeah, so, so I really like that part of the game. Um, 
I didn't know what to expect going into Nier, and I think when I don't know what to expect in a game, I appreciate it a lot more. Mm-hmm. It's 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 really weird. <laughs> the I played the first forty minutes of it and died before I had found a save point, so I lost about forty minutes of gameplay. Oh, fuck that. wow! Yeah, and so I was like, "Well, I'm never gonna play this again." And that was over the weekend, I think, maybe Saturday night. Uh, but today I got home and I was like, "Well, I'm gonna talk about Near. I should probably try and play it again." So I I redid that forty minutes and played another hour after that. Um, but what I thought was weird was when I died without finding a save point, it still showed my game as having played 36 minutes. But when I booted back into it, I was all the way at the very beginning. And I thought that was kind of weird, but come to find out that's part of the game. Like your Android dies and you have this thing called a black box that you can use to take out a bunch of enemies with you when you die. So yes, you lose your your progress, but you the enemies that you killed are killed with your black box when you die. Because Ooh. as an android, you know, your memories can be re-uploaded and you just yeah. get your, your character back and, and go to it again, which I thought was pretty cool. So yeah, That's it had recorded that I had played 36 minutes, but I had to do all that all, all over again, that, that beginning mm-hmm. part. Which kind of sucked, but I was able to skip the cinematics and stuff like that, so it did speed it up a little bit, and I knew exactly where I was going and what I was looking for, so it probably only took me 20 minutes the second time around. Um, but yeah, it's a, it's a somber game, very sad, and uh, I'm, I'm excited to play more. Like I said, I just got to the point where the, the open world aspect of it opens up. I fought mm-hmm. like this giant colossal beast, which was pretty cool, with, uh, with the partner of 2b is called he's called 9s um but uh it's it's one thing that also caught me off guard was how the game constantly shifts perspective so it starts off and it's kind of like star fox where you're Mm -hmm. flying and you're shooting these enemies and then it shifts to like a twin stick shooter the perspective like seamlessly just shifts overhead and you change into this floating trigun kind of mech thingy and you're shooting around you and then it, it even when you're uh playing as the character on foot you're like 3d over the shoulder kind of action combat and then it goes to overhead and you're doing that and then all of a sudden it's like 2d side scroller kind of thing it's really really bizarre i don't know of any other game that does that but uh i'm i'm really enjoying it i don't know how long i'll enjoy it for for this kind of game to work for me it has to be a little bit deeper in the rpg aspect uh and this seems to be mostly combat focused but i did get through um a relatively close comparison is devil may cry mm-hmm. the the reboot that came out a couple of years ago um i did get through that and enjoyed the whole thing all the way through so maybe maybe i can get through this that's near mm-hmm. any questions thoughts no i can't wait to play it no nah, you know Corey. it's pretty much i when i played it i was like this game is really fucking weird i think dan would really like it just because of the setting and he liked bayonetta a lot so i immediately thought he'd probably like it the most i didn't think you'd really like it Corey. yeah um i also don't think will would i think will would be like yeah it's all right yeah but uh i i, I think for me i i don't know if i will actually ever play it mm-hmm. yeah it also has that uh, drabness that I know you don't really care. Doesn't for. it? Oh God! It's just like it just puts me off looking at it. I'm just like, ugh. It's supposed to. I I, I get your your concern, um, but it is supposed to be like that. No, I know. And 
Yeah, but uh, I only know that because I did read a couple reviews and they said how sad of a game it is. Like overall, it's just a very sad tone. Yeah, and I know it's what they're going for, but I just it really just for whatever reason I hate it so much. Yeah. Well, I mean, what was it? Last generation of games like that's all all they were 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 that earth earth tones, grays and browns and yeah. We, Remember we, that's why I didn't like the like first color. Bayonetta. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The second one definitely has a more very uh, varied settings and, mm-hmm. and more color. Definitely. <clears throat> okay. Yeah, I'm excited to see what else it it has to offer. I think you would like it, Dan. Yeah, definitely. I think you would enjoy it quite a bit. I heard um, it's not as great on PC as it is on console. Yeah, there's some performance issues, but there's also a patch. Oh, that's a fan-made patch that fixes the majority of the issues. Also, I think a gamepad is a must. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. That's that's how most of those games are. Like, you can play them with a, a keyboard and mouse, but it's... Like, why? You know? Right. They're designed to be played with a controller. Yep. Yep, yep. Well, let's move on to a game that isn't so drab. Mm-hmm. In the form of Horizon. Yeah. Zero Dawn, mm. which I didn't even really plan on playing. But after uh, after I died in near that first time, I was like, <laughs> fuck it, I'm just going to play Horizon. Uh, so I did. And Horizon is awesome. Oh, I'm glad you like it. I- I don't know why I just had it in my head. You weren't going to like it. Uh, it's it's I'm not that far into it. Maybe two and a half, three hours. I just mm-hmm. got I just finished the proving. Yeah. Portion where things get a little haywire and killed that cool, first right? that first beast um, that breaks down the the gate. Um, and I'm just leaving town to from what I gather to explore the world. Pretty great opening. Really great. Um, I love Aloy. Yeah, she's a great I think character. She's a really good character. Really interesting. I like her voice actress. Um, it's not too over the top. I like the sarcasm when she's joking around with people. Mm-hmm. Um, very interested to see where they take that, her character. I like the uh, relationship she had with Roast, was his name, her Oof. surrogate father. Yeah. Um, just the whole, the whole thing. I mean, what a, what a unique setting too. you know, future earth, um, humanity's sort of been pushed into the background more or less. And, and robots have taken over machines have taken over, which is pretty coincidentally similar to near. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So I guess we do have a theme. Very different settings. <laughs> yeah. there's, our, there's our episode title. Um, but I mean, everything in that game is, I ha- I have yet to find a complaint. Uh, I think they do a lot of unique things. They definitely out Bethesda Bethesda in this game. Um, even the little touches like with the compass up top, if you are scrolling, like turning around and, and scrolling through Northeast Southwest and one of your, uh, waypoints shows up, it tells you which quest it is just if you're centered on the waypoint which is just a little touch, but I don't think I've never seen that before. Uh, I'm sure other games have done it, but just in terms of uh, like the comparison to Bethesda games, just like the little touches like that, I think are, are so well done. Uh, loot is highlighted. So you're not constantly rifling through everything. You know where everything is. Um, I feel like most people are going to spend the time to gather all the loot anyway. So you might as well make it easy on them. 
that's just me. Maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. So, sounds like it's more polished than a Bethesda game. Oh, my God. Oh, definitely. It's not even close. 100 times <laughs> more polished. And, Corey, how about for their first time making a game like this? Yeah, because they had done sure. Killzone. Kill, it's the Killzone studio. Yeah. 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 Yep. Yeah, it's it's impressive. I mean, even like the on the go crafting of arrows and stuff like that. Mm. It's just so much fun. Combat's great, too, isn't it? Yep. The way uh, the uh, focus works where you can highlight the enemies and they'll show you their weak points. Yeah, that's really cool. Uh, the music, the the uh, geography, the what's the word I'm looking for? The biomes, for lack of a mm. better word, you know. Uh, it's a, it's a special game and I'm, I'm really excited to see what else it has to offer. I'm definitely going to play more near, or I'm sorry, horizon, uh, this weekend. So I'll have more thoughts later on, but I know you guys covered it pretty well already, so I won't go too in depth. Um, just excited to see what else it has to offer. Yeah. I'm looking forward to that one too. You got to borrow Will's PlayStation. Yeah, I'm going to. I'm nervous whether, he's gonna, whether he likes it or not. Oh, I'm nervous he's going to come back from his trip and be like, I, I'm ready to have my PlayStation. I'll be like, I'm not ready to give it to you. <laughs> I don't think he will, because how long he told you you could keep it for a while, right? I don't like know, because he's on break right now. Yeah, yeah so he's not going to want it because he doesn't want it to distract him from school or collecting dust when it but could be break, put, put to better use. Well, he's on vacation, though. That's true. Is he on vacation for the entirety of his break? I think so. It's only a week, right? Yeah, the oh, break's not that week. long. Yeah. Mm. He's going to be in break? Florida for like 12 days, isn't he? He's down broing it out on the beach. Yeah, he is. He's oiling not up about PlayStation. Oiling up the guns. Oh, man. <laughs> That's what he's... He's tanning. Yeah. He's tanning. Yep. Florida tanning. <laughs> what a guy. It's an expensive tan trip. Well, I'm glad you like it, Corey. Uh, I think, honestly, I guess this is more of a what I didn't play this week, but I didn't play any more Mass Effect. Mm -hmm. I'm not positive I'm going to. Mm -hmm. I just don't have any pull to go back to it. Yeah. Whereas with uh, Zelda and Horizon, I do. Um, But I think I'm probably going to go back to Horizon and just get back into that. Uh Yep. Looking forward to it, especially after hearing you talk about it again. Well, they do a pretty good job of setting up the lore of the world, too. Like, when the proving mm-hmm. happens, you start to meet the different factions and stuff, so you yeah. kind of know what's going on in the world. And just the uh, the mythology that the different factions have created for themselves is is fascinating. Like, the, uh, the Nora, which is the tribe that Aloy is from, uh, what's their deity, the All-Mother or something like that? It's really cool. And uh, when, well, that's kind of spoilery. I won't, I won't go into that. But it's uh, it's a really neat game. Very inspired setting. Um, yeah, and I'm with you, Eric. I'm 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 very much looking forward to playing more of it. Mm-hmm. I did play more Mass Effect, which I can also talk about. I take back everything I said last week about not seeing any bugs. Oh, okay. Did you have bugs? They patched it. So apparently it after that's the caused, patch, too. Yeah, that's, that's apparently has caused some people some issues. Yeah. But, uh, Go ahead. It became unplayable a couple times. I had to quit and restart. And I'm not sure specifically what caused it, but um, it would just stop responding to like my commands. I could move around in the game world, but I couldn't loot anything. 
I couldn't like nothing, any button I pressed, it just didn't react. It was almost like a Ram issue is kind of what it felt like. Uh-huh. Uh, it just couldn't handle whatever yeah. was going on. I don't know. It was weird, but it happened a couple times. There was another thing that I can't remember now. Um, which was really frustrating. But I did meet the new, one of the new alien species, the... Angara. Angara. They're pretty cool. Yeah. Um, I like that character that joins your team. I forget mm-hmm. his name. Jar- Jal. 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 Yeah. Very cool. Um, I like they, what are they? They wear their emotions openly. Yeah. It's like their thing. Mm-hmm. And uh, I explored the one of their science planets. I forget the name of that one. Bold. It's funny how quickly that stuff leaves your head after you play a couple different games. Bold. Not that that isn't that the warring one. That's is that the the ice planet? Is that what you're talking about? No, not the ice planet. Oh, the um, the other one. I want to say Jakara, but that's not right. I think it starts with an H. I H- guess Havarl. Havarl, yeah, yeah. So that was fun. Um, seeing what was going on there and doing some of the quests, but. I'm still into it. I it's just it sucks because I want to play Near, I want to play Horizon, I want to play Mass Effect. I don't have time to really play any of those, but I yeah. squeeze in an hour of each here and there. But having sucks, a bunch of and there's no time have, to play anything. Yeah, having a bunch of open world games that you sink a lot of. That's why I'm glad I'm kind of glad I only have Mass Effect and Breath of the Wild to play right now cuz you know, I'm sinking a lot of hours into both of those games. You know, I don't have anything that's coming out that I need to play until I think into May. So, and none of us even bought Persona. There's another one. No. Yeah, exactly. That's one I really want to play. I did play a game I think I hate. <laughs> What's that? NHL 17. Mm-hmm. Another one I've been good for a while. Let's be honest. I kind of just played it on a whim. Yeah, and and I think. Like they sort of kept me going because I had been playing them so often, you know, and I was pretty good at them. Um, I've sort of been out of practice for for NHL 17. And uh, I played last weekend and I did an online match. And it's the same old story. You know, it's just it's really frustrating because you want it to be like a fun hockey experience. And they're so caught up in trying to make it a simulation that it's it's neither you know yeah this is what we say every year yeah exactly it's 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 old hat at this point but i just felt like it needed to be reiterated because i don't think we've said it this year yet no we didn't give it any attention (laughs) um it it makes no sense i i don't i don't understand i really don't because it is neither a good sim or a fun hockey game i don't know it was one of those instances I played one online game and I destroyed the the person I was playing, but he still beat me three to two on. Uh, I was on the power play the whole game. I had twice as many shots as him time on attack, twice as much time on attack. And he scored on a five on three, his game winning goal, his shorthanded three on five, I should say, um, with zero effort. And like, it's just awful, just an awful experience. It's the same old, like, you can't get at your rebound because they want to give the other team a chance to get the puck before you can get your rebound, bury it in the net. It's just frustrating. It's so yeah. stupid. Especially as someone who, who understands the game of hockey and you try to you try to 
do some of the things that would make you successful in hockey, you know, controlling the puck, you know, t- sending it back to the point for a point shot and trying Dude, to get people impossible. in front of the net. And yeah, you just can't, you don't play it like that. And I don't know. Makes it not fun. You're better off just coming just inside the blue line, letting one fly. Yeah. <laughs> Seems to go in more often. Yeah. No, I mean, was, was it 11? That was the good one. That was the, the one everyone loved. The last so. good one. The last good one. I, I know I like nine. I don't remember 10 at all. Maybe I didn't play 10, but I remember loving NHL 11 too. Corey, what fun. year was it uh, that you and Will took me on in a match and I held you guys to one shot and you beat me? When we were the B-Sense? Yeah. Yeah, I don't remember. 15 maybe? Brutal. But it's just like what you're saying. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Unbelievable. Game sucks. That's why we're excited for old-time hockey. Yeah. I think it came out. Did it? Oh, I don't think so. On Steam. I would have gotten an alert on Steam if I if it had come out. I don't think it's oh, out. It, well, it has terrible reviews or like middling reviews, forty oh, something. It? Really? I think I'll it came out, out. Yeah. Let's hmm. see. Old time hockey. Eleven ninety nine. Oh, it is out. Mostly positive reviews. On Steam. Yep. Yeah, I think it's the Metacritic where it's at like a forty or something like that. I don't know. Um, fifty-three percent on Metacritic. That's not terrible. I'll give it a what try. Are, we that. don't we don't do Metacritic here, Corey. What is the open yeah. critic? Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> what is that? Oh, that was the trailer. <laughs> um, yeah, that's pretty much all I played this week. So safe to say, Horizon was your favorite game you played this week. Yes, definitely, definitely. Yeah. 57 right. on uh, on uh, Open Critic. Oh, even better. Maybe it is a play. Are you going to try any of other uh, of Will's other PlayStation 4 games, Corey? While you have it? Well, me and the lady have been playing Until Dawn. Uh-huh. That's right. Uh, I don't know what else is on there that I should play. You World should... of Final Fantasy I want to play. Have you ever played Lovers in a Dangerous Space Time? Yeah. Oh, you have? Okay. Yep. Because that's, me... that's on there. I played that with the lady, too. Okay. I actually played that on PC with her, but yeah. uh, I don't know what else he has on there that I should play. He gave me Diablo. We've got quite a bit on there. You should yeah. try Titanfall 2. Will really liked. Uh, mm. I liked Infinite Warfare. Call of Duty. I doubt I'll try either. Okay. Unless, Fair. you know, I get bored with Horizon, beat Mass Effect. I've got all the old Grand Theft Autos on there. Yeah. Although they did that Rick and Morty to GTA 5. Somebody added in a mod. <laughs> that nice. might be fun to try. Can you mod the PlayStation version? No. I Yeah, I don't know. I, don't, I guess not. I don't know. Highly doubt it. That's all I got. Okay. Eric, do you want to go? Yeah, sure, I'll go. Uh, so, like I said, I, I didn't play anything new, but uh, I had my my seven-year-old nephew down this week uh, for about four days. We were watching him. He was on spring break, so he came down to visit us. Uh, and he likes video games quite a bit, but he's only really played, like, Minecraft and, you know, Disney Infinity, things of that nature. 
Minecraft is huge amongst the younger yeah. kids. Huge. Yeah, so he brought his Minecraft game and uh, Ghostbusters and whatever the hell else he brought with him. I wasn't having any of that. I was like, uh-huh. you know what? No, we're going to let's try something new while you're here. You have a plethora of games to choose yeah. from. We're not going to fucking play Minecraft and Ghostbusters. Um, so I wanted to, wanted to introduce him to some different games. It was funny because before he came down, his mom sent me a text message and she's like, Hey, uh, Braden just wanted me to double check and make sure you knew how to play two player. And I was like, <laughs> yeah, I can probably you- handle it. Do you know who you're talking to? Do you to? know how to play two-player? As soon as he walked in the door, he goes, do you know how to do two-player? And I was like, yeah, we'll be all right. So <laughs> so we started out playing... Uh, what did we start playing? Oh, Castle Crashers, which I'd never played mm-hmm. before. Mm-hmm. So we started with Cast- Castle Crashers Remastered. I was really bored the entire time because you're. it's really just you know, hitting things. And, uh, it's a cool little game. He really enjoyed it. It was kind of funny because he's kind of a shy kid and he doesn't really talk back at all. He's really well behaved, but we started having a little back and forth at each other for sucking at the game, <laughs> which was funny. Cause he's not like that at all. Yeah. Like I would, I, I was obviously doing better than him because I'm a 33 year old who's been playing video games my entire life, but yep. Like, I died against a boss at one point, and he's like, why'd you die? How come you didn't tell me you died? It would have come over and brought you back to life. And I'm like, wait, Jesus, like, these kids yelling at me because I died. So that was funny. The game's, eh, it's kind of boring. There's just so many other better games out there. Like, I would play Diablo a hundred times over before I played that with somebody again. Uh Um, And we also played Star Wars Battlefront. I had never really done the... um, the the wave based combat yeah so i was like yeah that might be kind of fun it's it's a pretty simple game and he he kind of likes star he doesn't understand star wars but he likes what it has to yeah. offer yeah. uh so we booted that up that was really fun uh that was a good time like i said it's simple enough that all he really had to do was shoot things so he enjoyed it and it's just kind of a, a cool spectacle too so yeah uh, i think he really enjoyed that one a lot um I let him play by himself for a while while I was watching his little brother and he played Transformers Devastation, which was a free game on PS Plus uh, a while ago. And I had never played it before and always looked kind of cool. And it was cool. Uh, It was a good game for him, though. It was a little difficult, maybe. Uh, He gives up very easily. So I did have to jump in and and beat a couple of the things for him. Uh, but that was a really cool game. But the the main one I wanted to discuss was uh, I was really happy because I got to introduce him to Halo. Uh, so we played Halo Reach together, uh, co-op, and he loved that so much. And I was just so happy that like I got to introduce him to Halo and be the first person he played it with. That was really uh-huh. cool. Um, but when he went home, his mom texted me and she's like, Eric, ever since he's gotten home, he will not stop talking about Halo or how good your scrambled eggs were. <laughs> I was like, all right, great weekend. Both good things, yeah, both yeah. good things. <laughs> and I had actually never played Halo Reach before, so that was the first time I had played that one. Um, yeah, Reach is my one of my favorite campaigns. It's yeah, really it was fun. Campaign. It, was, it was a good time. Uh, it was fun driving around in the Warthog with them. That was good times, as you might guess. Yeah. Uh, but that was really the extent of my gaming. I did play some more pro clubs with, with the guys. 
We we added a new guy to our roster. We've recruited another member. We actually tried to recruit a guy from another team. Uh, poaching poaching well, talent. It's funny. He was kind of a legend because the time we the first time we played against him, his name is Big Perm. Oh, okay. Uh, that was his screen name. And the first uh-huh. time we played against him, he just dominated against us. So he was kind of a legend, and we would bring him up from time to time. Well, as luck would have it, we ended up playing against his team again. And he scored against us again. So one of the guys sent him a message and was like, hey, you want to look into maybe join a new team or something? And it turns out he's like, he lives in Somalia. <laughs> and yeah, wow. he he answered us once and then never, never got back to us. So we're just, we're, uh-huh. we're still holding out that little bit of hope. Nice. The big perm's going to come over to CT Unite and bring us to glory because we're fucking terrible. Mm. Oh, we're terrible. But uh yeah, that was pretty much it for my gaming. I like I said, I didn't play anything new, but it was good times playing some co-op. Not a lot of couch co-op options out there is what I discovered. No. no. Which is not, not as sad. many as you'd think. Yeah. Oh. But good times. I, I, you brought one up earlier. Lovers in a dangerous space time. I wasn't sure what that game was about, so I didn't play it with him. I'd never really looked into it. I know it's supposed to be fun. People like it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you do you like it, Corey? Yeah, yeah, we had a great time playing it. My girlfriend, yeah, she she gets googly eyed in like mm. with like weird games. She can only play it for like fifteen minutes. Mm. She's like, I can't, I can't do this anymore. Yeah, but, uh, we we liked it. Playing it with wife. So, but I think that's it, Dan. Okay. Uh, for me, I also played more Mass Effect. Corey did not run into the bugs that you did. I still haven't had anything other than that one time I got stuck. I don't You're know if I'm, I'm one of the lucky ones, but uh, I probably played another, I think I'm up to like 40, 45 hours played on Mass Effect Andromeda. Uh, I don't know how far I am in the story. I wish I could say probably not too far because I try to I try to do everything as I do in those games. All the all the all the side quests, uh, the, especially especially the the surface stuff, anything too deep I might gloss over. But yeah, I'm still still really enjoying Mass Effect Andromeda. Um, I, I'm hoping to get within striking distance of beating one of the two games I'm playing right now sometime soon. Yeah, but I also don't I, I also want to give them their proper proper time, you know. Yeah. Uh, Breath of the Wild, I actually played for a little bit on my television today. My not my big TV, but my. I have a TV like that. Our, the old Olevia TV, Corey, if you remember that. Still kicking, huh? I still have it, still kicking. The picture still looks surprisingly good for how old it is. It's probably, ten, that TV is probably 10 years old. Probably, I, yeah. I would guess. Um, but yeah, I played for a little bit on there, which was a lot different than playing on the handheld, in handheld mode. What'd you uh, think? It was it was neat. Um and probably Any not as frame rate issues. It's more noticeable on the TV. Um, definitely. I don't know what it was like. I don't remember what it was like pre patch. So I know mm. the, the patch improved frame rates, especially in the Korok forest, which I didn't go to recently. Uh, but I, it's easier to tell when the, the, it, it, it I didn't get any dips, but it's easier to tell that it's a 30 frame per second game when played on the TV, as opposed to the handheld mode. Mm. Um, I, it must have something to do with the screen size, I would think, because uh, this is a 720 TV, so 720p TV too. So um, it runs at the same resolution as the handheld. Uh, 
part of the switch so i don't know if that has something to do with it but yeah no no issues i should say no like severe drops or anything like that but i could definitely tell a lot easier it's 30 frames instead of instead of 60 so uh but yeah i'm still uh not still bored just, of it yet huh not bored of it still farting around i should actually check and see how many hours i have it's probably like 75 at this point um that i have played played on it i finally figured out how to get up to uh the gerudo or not gerudo uh goron place up up death mountain death mountain took me forever to figure that out uh by happenstance i stumbled across uh an easy way to get up there um because for the most part i never entered places by roads oh I yeah would, never cl- i would climb around climb you really the highest can't, point and float in yeah you can't really do that for that part because you you miss a key uh key thing that you're supposed to do to be able to access that area i'm sure you could discover it by accident but i never did i beg to differ dan what i floated in did you and caught on fire and burned up? Oh no, caught you 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 were the one that that kept eating the health items trying to get yep. to the okay. And I did. I got to the uh one of the shrines in there, like the one right outside of the city. So uh, save but still, that didn't really help me because I yeah. I was able to fast travel back and forth, but that still didn't really help me because I needed to get the the potion, the right. flame potion or whatever, flame flame resistant. Yeah, or so, the armor, or the armor, right? So I'm doing that. I'm trying to collect all the different sets of armor, too. Uh, I'm working on saving enough, up enough roofies. Roofies, yeah. <laughs> roofies. <laughs> For what, Dan? Uh, wow, Dan. Zelda really took yeah. a turn. I have, uh, you know, I have this NPC I've got my eyes on. She hasn't <laughs> responded to my advances. I think Zelda uh, already likes you. You don't really need to roof here. Uh, so, yeah, I've been trying to save up enough rupees for the Guardian set of armor so i can more consistently fight the fight the guardians because i'm i've been hovering around the castle town area and i can kill off like one or two guardians before i need to retreat and and restock on supplies and stuff um but i usually take a beating when it happens so that stuff's expensive yeah i also finally found where the last fairy fountain was the the Mm -hmm. fourth and final and it's ten thousand rupees i don't know if you guys unlock that but no, I only got one of them. Screw that. Um, Didn't you guys do the Terrytown stuff? Yeah, no. I just finished the Terrytown. I'm actually, that's primarily what I'm working on is uh, I had a huge backlog of side quests that I hadn't really done since I started the game. And I've been kind of slowly meandering through those, doing some of the, the shrine quests and stuff too. Mm-hmm. So, God, it just sounds like such a slog. <laughs> no, I'm still I'm still having a good time. The only time I get frustrated, no, I, yeah, is, I know it's good. It's a good slog, is, but fuck. Yeah. Um. I mean, it's also I think it's also because I it's easier to play that more. You know, uh, we have a, a feedback that's kind of related to this, but like if I want to sit with the wife and she's watching something on TV or the kids are watching a movie or whatever. I can have my Switch with me, and I can play Legend of Zelda without being isolated, you know? Uh, which has made it a lot more convenient for, for games. Ah, see, I prefer to be isolated when I play video games. Yeah. Uh, I, if I, probably tough up, for you. <laughs> I would be, yeah, I would be isolated all the time if yeah. I did that, so. Um, yeah, so that's what I played. Still having a good time with those. Who knows when I'll end up beating either game. I will beat both of them and move on, but I'm kind of excited to see what they do for DLC. 
Yeah, I'm definitely going to buy the DLC. I, I wasn't going to initially, but I like the base game so much, and I've spent so much time playing it already. Yeah. And I've beaten it that it's, you know, for 20 bucks. And so far, they have a pretty good track record, too, of Nintendo and DLC. The Mario Kart 8 DLC was excellent. I enjoyed the Hyrule Warriors DLC, so I figure I'll give them, give them my money. Yeah. I don't even know. Do do we know what's even in the DLC pieces? I know you get some stuff for buying it, but... don't know. I don't have an answer to that question. I don't think they've released that information yet. Yeah. They might maybe one of the names for one of them. But I'm not even sure about that. But yeah, DLC pass announced. <laughs> yeah, but that's all I got. Should we uh, get into some nibbly bits? Oops. Sure. Okay. Uh, Eric, you want to go first? Yeah, so I'm just going to kind of gloss over the Nintendo Direct that took place. Mm-hmm. Um, did anybody watch it? I was going to, and I completely forgot. But then I read like some summaries of it. Yeah. So this information is coming from CNET. Uh, I guess the biggest takeaways were the release dates from some of the games that are coming out. Uh, So Splatoon 2 is coming out July 21st. And Mario Kart 8. Well, we already had a a release date for that, didn't we? Yes. Okay, April 28th. Yep. Um, So let's see what else. Uh, some new amiibos will be hitting if you're into that sort of thing still three new Link amiibos you can get the Majora's Mask Link, Twilight Princess Link or Skyward Sword Link those are all released on June 23rd uh, anybody still interested in amiibos at all? Um, I might I get really one was. or two I might get yeah. one or two if I really like how they look Yeah, yeah. but probably not I'm not going to be a collector or anything. It's too expensive. Yeah. Right. And too hard to find them. Yeah, that's the other thing. I think, uh, I don't know if these three are the case, but I think some of the other uh, Amiibos, because there were a bunch of Amiibos that were announced. I'm not going to go through all of them, but uh, some of them were store specific again, I think, which is always a pain in the dick. Oh, yeah. Uh, but there were, I think there's three new Splatoon Amiibos. There were some Bayonetta Amiibos and, oh, you know, on and on with those. Um I guess another big announcement was ARMS. I think Nintendo is kind of banking on this game a little bit. Uh, comes out June 16th alongside the neon yellow Joy-Con controller, as well as battery pack adapter. Uh-huh. Did anybody see the, the bright yellow Joy-Con? I did. What do you think? Looks nice. Not as nice as the red and blue. but Yeah, I like the red and blue a little better. Yeah. Although, I think the, the bright yellow would look kind of cool with the gray. Yep, kind of. That's kind of neat. It's it's nice to mix and match. You can do like, because I have I I bought the red neon red and blue afterwards. Uh, right. I bought the bought the gray gray joy Joy-Con one. You know when I bought it, but on a whim I woke up in the middle of the night and checked on Amazon and they were back in stock. So I was like, eh, order. But anyway, uh, just. Briefly, a couple other smaller things. Uh, some 3DS releases coming up. A Fire Emblem Echoes on May 19th. I uh, don't know what that entails, Dan. Did you happen to see? Yeah, it's a... I don't even know if it's a remaster, but it's a re-release of an older Fire Emblem game. Okay. Up, uh, it's updated, I believe. Gotcha. Uh, a couple other ones. Hey, Pikmin comes out July 28th. Monster Hunter Stories is this fall. 
uh, which I said is going to be unlike any other Monster Hunter game. I'm slightly interested in that. Uh, and Kirby's Blowout Blast this summer. I think there were actually three Kirby games announced. Oh, wow. Yeah. I might be wrong, but I'm, I'm almost positive there were three Kirby games announced. So if you're looking for that Kirby fix, yeah, <laughs> you had a good direct. What do you guys think of all the uh, the Switch stuff? Anybody excited for any of that? I no. am. Splatoon. Corey, well, you traded your Switch in. You did? Nope. Or, I still have no, it. You're, you're, se- you're selling it. I'm sorry. You're not keeping yes. it, I guess. Switch is available. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I'm not excited for any of this, but that doesn't mean I won't buy some of it. Yeah. I'll probably buy Bar- Mario Kart, I think. Maybe not. I pre-ordered mine today, actually. Did you? I don't know. I, I'll probably get it. But Splatoon, I will b- almost definitely get. Mm-hmm. Arms, Dan? What are you thinking about arms? Probably not. It looks like it's going to be fun, but I can't justify... If it doesn't have a lot of single-player stuff or something that yeah. you would have fun playing single-player, um, I can't justify 60 60 bucks for it. Yeah. I saw a few people that got to play it, like uh, games media people I follow on Twitter uh, really enjoyed it. Yeah. But, you know, it's the same token. They're, they're playing with other people. Yep, and exactly. I'm not going to have that experience. So, yeah. Unless my I mean, nephew moves down here. <laughs> probably, yeah. If, I was going <laughs> to say, if the if the kids, like, seem interested in it, like, maybe maybe that's one I'll get for, for them to play. But yeah, it won't be a day one purchase, that's for sure. How about the the Fire Emblem? Do you, do you still have a 3DS, Dan? No, I traded in a little while ago. Okay. Uh, regretting it. Because right. I have... I've Well, playing Fire Emblem Heroes has made me pine for a full-on Fire Emblem game. Mm. Uh, so this would be the, the situation where, you know, I could play a full Fire Emblem game. But... Well, I kind of wish I never me. bought the new, the new 3DS. It was a waste of money. Well, that's not true, because Ocarina of Time was really good you got your yeah. time with monster hunter too didn't you yeah that game was pretty good too you liked monster hunter a lot from what i remember yeah yeah i guess i'm not disappointed in myself still would have been nice to play more than two games on it sure uh, i bought a 2ds just to play pokemon <laughs> for an hour i uh if i ever come across a really good deal for a 2ds i'll probably buy one i got a pretty good deal for you yeah Oh, what's that? <laughs> I don't know. Eric will pay you to take it. Yeah. I'll give what you $20 take, to take it off my hands. <laughs> what were those Pokemon Sun, Sun and Moon? Is that the ones? Yeah. That's that not the cool. one I played. Or the yellow. Oh, this is the older one. I bought one. yellow. Because that was my, my fondest memory. Pitiful. <laughs> Dumb. <laughs> Every time you fight like a Weedle, you're just like, what the fuck? Or not Weedle. Uh, Metapod? Metapod, maybe? Metapod, yeah. Just like a pointy, stupid thing. He does nothing a, except defend himself. Yeah. yeah. What a dumb game. <laughs> Pokemon's the worst. All <laughs> good Pokemon games are the spinoffs. Yeah. I mean, those especially don't. They do not hold up that well, I don't feel like. No. Absolutely not. We can really shit on Pokemon because Will's not here. Yeah, <laughs> I, I liked I, I liked uh, Pokemon X and Y. Um, 
But they just need to make like a, they need to do a new spin on it. Yeah. yeah. Either either hit me with a Pokemon Snap two, or give me like an open world Pokemon I was, game. I was just gonna suggest that they need to do like a full on console three D yes. open world Pokemon game. That yeah. would... I Pokemon Snap into it. Yeah. There you go. That would Fine. that would get, whoop, ow, that, that that would get people into it definitely. Oh, we got to remember this episode idea because they're going to do exactly what we're saying. It's coming. I hope so. I wouldn't give them that much credit, though, is the thing. It's happened before, Dan. That's right. <laughs> yeah, Pokemon Go. Yeah. Uh, that's okay. it for me. All right. Uh, I got a couple things. First, Microsoft is going to start offering refunds on digital Xbox One and PC games. Uh, it seems like it's similar to Steam's refund system. You can. How was that? What? Jesus. Sorry. You're real... Get out of me. Oh, okay. What happened? Uh, an ad popped up on the website. Oh, yeah. At. You went like really quiet for a second. Uh, that, it was really like, freaking loud, too. I'm glad you guys didn't hear it. Uh, anyway, it's similar to Steam's uh, digital refund. If you have less than two hours of playtime across your accounts or within 14 days, you can, you're can you eligible for a self-service refund. Um, they said that certain Windows 10 apps may not be eligible for self-service refunds. Uh, and also, if you abuse the system, if you're constantly buying games and, and refunding them, they can block access to your, to your self-service refund. So um that's good if you buy a game that doesn't run well or you don't end up liking in the first few hours you can return it and get your money back it's a good thing yeah absolutely uh and then next i found this one to be pretty interesting uh it's a some scorpio news uh one of the things they're doing uh, and i found this interesting because this uh isn't available on tvs they're looking to tap into the uh, variable refresh rate for the Scorpio, uh, similar to NVIDIA's G-Sync and AMD's FreeSync, which means it ties your system's refresh rate to your monitor's refresh rate. Now, your your standard TV has a 60 hertz, re, 60 hertz refresh rate. Uh, they go all the way up to like 120, 240, uh, but most TVs are, are just 60, so which means it re, you know, refreshes the screen 60 times in a minute. Uh but yeah, they, uh, apparently Microsoft seems to think that that technology is going to be coming to TVs. Uh, I guess it's going to work with AMD's FreeSync. So if you plug your Xbox Scorpio into a FreeSync monitor, it will match the refresh rate with the with the uh, frames per second you're getting, which I found to be interesting. Yeah, you might as well be speaking Japanese <laughs> to me. Yeah, Corey, <laughs> you know what I mean. No, it's it's <laughs> it's a it's a way to in, ensure that you have a, a screen a smooth experience like uh, for NVIDIA G or NVIDIA's yeah NVIDIA's G Sync like if your game is running at thirty five frame, frames per second uh, it'll tie the monitor so the monitor is running at thirty five frames per second and they communicate oh. with each other so you don't get any of the any of the stuttering that you get from the frame rate not matching the refresh rate. Gotcha. Yep. So what if you're? What if you want 120 frames and uh, your monitor can't do that? You like uh, that's when you put on VSync and and you have to lock it at 60. Gotcha. That's I I usually lock mine at 60 because my most monitors are only 60 hertz. Mm. If you you, you want to pay you 
pay premium for the uh well a little bit of premium for like the 120 or 144 hertz refresh rate monitors uh, and then the the g-sync and free sync ones are are a bit more expensive i think the free sync monitors start at like 300 bucks for a 24 inch was not too bad um so i thought that was interesting because maybe they will be able to like run games at 120 frames strange things coming out of xbox huh yeah, I just found that to be weird. But I think the score, the whole thing's weird. <laughs> it is very weird. Totally agree. Uh, and that's it for my double bits. Corey, what do you got? Well, while we're on the subject, AMD may have leaked Halo Three for PC. Mm. Uh, there was an e they they had an event in Korea showcasing their new R5 CPU. And included at the event was artwork for Halo 3. Uh, And rumors, past rumors, sort of indicated Microsoft may show off an anniversary edition of Halo 3 at E3. uh, Rumored to be for Xbox One, Scorpio, and a Play Anywhere title, which means you would be able to play it on PC. Uh, However, there is no confirmation of this from anywhere. So it is just purely rumors at this point. Um, But that could be a big deal, I think. Yeah. Halo on PC. As someone who played probably, I probably played more Halo 3 than anything else in life, mm-hmm. I would think. Uh, maybe some MMORPGs might might have eclipsed that, but in terms yeah. of console games, I'm pretty sure I played Halo 3 more than anything else. Um, and that would get me to play it on PC, to figure it out, to do the play anywhere, get that, get in that ecosystem just to play Halo 3. It's sort of like, uh, I know we use the word system seller a lot, Um sort of like a platform seller, you know? Yeah. A good, a good reason for people to get into the Play Anywhere system. The They need to do some work on their PC storefront, though. Yeah, they do. Yes, Halo 3. I don't know, man. Well, maybe not for you, but a lot of people love that game. Do you think it, that would get a lot of people into that? I'd yes. buy it. Can you, could you think of a better game for Xbox? I don't know, man. I'm just tired of Halo. I'm pretty sure Halo 3 had the biggest numbers, too. I, I They all kind of blend together to me. So hey. when you say Halo 3, I may as well be Halo 2. I don't know. Halo what 3 was Halo was... 3? Oh, big difference. <laughs> I You're probably right, but I'm just saying in, in my mind, they're pretty, basically the same. Halo, Halo 3 was the first Xbox 360 one, was it not? Yeah. Halo 2 was Xbox. Halo was obviously Xbox. It was the first 360 one, so... So what was... Items? What was it that you played? Multiplayer? Are we talking campaign? Both? Multiplayer. Whole bunch of multiplayer. That was probably the one I played the most multiplayer in, too. It was in that sweet spot where I was working, and then I would just come home and play Halo. You know, that's what I did. You just had a job and then no responsibilities. (laughs) I was... I had just moved into my apartment, I think, when when it first came out. Those so, are the days, because you didn't have homework. You didn't have to study. I didn't have shit to do. <laughs> I'm sure I played a shit ton of it. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. I just, yeah. like I said, they all blend together to me. So yeah. I don't know. Yeah, Halo 3 was the one that was between Halo 2 and Halo 4. Are Halo you Reach. shitting me? Was it? <laughs> oh, yeah, Dan's right. Halo Reach. Yeah, I was going to point it out, but Dan beat me to it. <laughs> Dan, it was you fucking you gotta smart just ass joke. You got to let the joke go. Never. Here, I'll play some Halo 3 in the 
in the twitch.tv slash thumbstick athletes live stream that we do. Yeah, that, play the multiplayer because I'll remember that more. That was my favorite multiplayer, uh, Halo. I think Reach was my favorite campaign. It was the first one to do items, right? Like the shield and the. Yeah. Once I once I see some maps on the multiplayer, it'll probably come back to me. The one I remember the most is the snow snowfield one. Although there was a Halo that I feel like I didn't play that much of, and it maybe it was this one. Hmm, let's see. Let's see. Oh, I, I remember. I went to I went to the midnight launch with uh, our cousin Chris. We we made a friend there actually that we played online with a fair amount. Halo Three is the one where I got that crazy achievement, like twenty kills and no deaths in a Slayer match. Okay. Yeah, I think this is the one I didn't play much of. Yeah. You missed out, buddy. I don't know. I still quite fondly remember Halo 1. Oh, of course. Jared's basement. I checked it over this shit Halo 3 any day of the week. Mm, How dare you? (laughs) How dare you? No, this is what I played senior year of college, so. Yeah. All right, okay. well, I'll just watch these maps and maybe it'll come back to me. Let it play out here. I'll skip yeah. it a little bit. There's just all the same map. Here, let's just skip to this one. All right. Um, that was that. Uh, Nintendo has discontinued the NES Classic. Lots. They didn't say why. There's lots of speculation as to why. The one I give the most uh, credence to is the idea that Nintendo might worry it could cannibalize virtual console sales on the Switch once they finally get that going. Uh-huh. That's the only thing I can think of. A couple other ideas were that it just wasn't profitable, which I find hard to believe because it was probably dirt cheap for them to make. Yeah, and they couldn't keep them on the shelves. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I'm going to go with the uh, the Switch uh, cannibalization. I probably won't be buying too many Nintendo games on no. the virtual console. No, I've bought enough of those things too many times. I don't mind rebuying them, but the Nintendo games don't hold up as well as like even Super Nintendo games, you know, and later. Yeah. Bayonetta is now available on PC. Uh, includes some technical improvements, including a solid 60 frames per second and support for 4K. Mm-hmm which would be pretty nuts to play Bayonetta in 4K. Agreed. I'm waiting for uh, ultra-wide patch before I buy it. Yeah. I guess it doesn't work. Oh, it doesn't. Do doesn't, some, it, doesn't nati- it doesn't natively support it. So then um, why why would you even call support for 4K? Ultra-wide is not 4K. Oh, it's not the same thing? No. 4K, I mean, 4K is your standard 16 by 9 resolution. Oh, uh, okay. But, Ultra wide's twenty one by nine. Gotcha. Okay. Um, let's see here. Last one. Eleven bit studios, the studio behind this war of mine, revealed their new game today. I think it was today or yesterday. It's called Frost Punk. It's a city builder in which you govern the last city on Earth. Uh the senior lead designer, I'm not gonna even try to pronounce his name. Actually, this one's not too hard. Jakob Stakalski said uh, in talking about the game, like what it's all about, he posed the question, what are people capable of when they are pushed to the limits? Which is sort of the same question that this war of mine posed, uh, which made that such a compelling game. 
Um, and marketing manager, I'm not going to try to pronounce her name, uh, believes, quote, the game will tear your heart apart. She said, Frostpunk is not one of those city builder games like SimCity where you have problem with crime and you build three police stations and that solves your problem. No, <laughs> I'm sorry. Carol is not a woman. It's a man. He said, no, that won't happen in Frostpunk. You have to make decisions and deal with the consequences. We don't want people to face very simple tasks. Uh, I like I like that idea behind a city yeah. builder. I think that's that's really cool. And if if it's anything like this more war of mine, it'll be very stylized. Mm-hmm. Um, looking forward to that. And they they also said that uh, this war of mine was built by a team of twelve, and Frostpunk is built by a team of sixty. So should have that uh, polish on it that a, a big team can provide. And apparently, we'll know a little bit more at E3 time. But I'm looking forward to that one. That that sounds fun. Yeah, I'm in. That's all. Good. Okay. How's your week, Corey? Pretty good. Um, Will and I started a hockey podcast. Oh, yeah. Did you guys listen? I, f- I forgot to. I didn't know I, you did. I had a lot going on today. I posted the link. Um, we kind of just on a whim. Will's been asking about it, and I've been wanting to do it. I've just been lazy and haven't really been following hockey too much. So we just decided on Tuesday just to do it. Uh, so we did. It's about 50 minutes. It's called the Pond Hockey Podcast. Name's probably going to change uh, by the time we finish recording. And I did all the administrative stuff. It was like midnight. And I was like, oh, shit, I need a name. And I just nothing was coming to mind. So I just went with Pond Hockey Podcast for now. It is on iTunes as of today. Uh, it was approved. So check it out. Uh, if you like it, give us a five star rating. You know, the whole thing. It goes a long way. And uh, we're going to try to do it as often as possible. We'll have you guys on time to time if you're as interested. often as possible. Like, you know, I'd multiple, probably multiple be pretty useless. Week. Well, maybe now, but, you know, the Sabres have a good season next year and you start watching quite a bit. I don't I mean, I'd have to get some sort of package and I'm probably not going to do that. Well, fine, then. <laughs> Sorry, dude. I'm <laughs> just a bitch. I don't I, I don't have enough like time to be yeah. invested in too many things. And hockey's just not one of them. Well, that's, I mean, that's Will. Uh, he listens to like 10 hockey podcasts on the reg. So, you know, he's pretty well informed. Um, yeah. I just did the minimum to prepare and have some talking points before the episode and let Will pretty much do all the in-depth discussion. <laughs> so that's fair enough. Maybe I can be a Sabres um, expert in a couple of years. There you go. Anytime there's a Sabres controversy, we'll call in the, the Sabres correspondent. There you go. <laughs> Um, but yeah, Dan, as often as possible, um, Mm -hmm. ideally, you know, every other day, but I know that's not going to happen and how I kind of want to do it is, uh, have a bunch of people like uh, willing to do it and just not even worry about like who's on at any time. It's just like, Hey, you know, who can do it? And if two people say I can do it, then that's what's how it's going to go. Yeah. I like that. Even if I'm not doing it, I don't care. Just whoever can, can lead it. I don't care. Um, uh-huh. Sort of like they do on on uh, radio shows, you know. There's there yeah. is regular people, but they s- slot people in and out all the time. So, yeah. you know, uh, one of the guys I play um, FIFA with, maybe this is more of a discussion off air. Uh, I think he'd be a really good podcast guy, and mm-hmm. he loves sports. I don't know as if he's into hockey as much as those. I'll ask him, but I'll, I'll get back to you about that. Yeah, definitely. Um, and the only other thing I want to talk about. <laughs> I'm preparing for a 5k. I signed up with my company to run a 5k at the end of the month. Uh, and I'm in like decent 
I look like I'm in decent shape, but I have no like cardiovascular. Skinny fat. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Corey, uh, it's better than fat fat. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, when that's, I was... my, that's my joke, too. I would say it's better than being fat fat. Yeah, I guess. But I mean, when I was working at the nursing home and riding my bike to work every day, I was in decent cardiovascular shape. But I have literally done nothing in that regard in the last four weeks since I've had the desk job. Um, so uh, my girlfriend has been wanting to do like real workouts and they just opened a gym in our town, like literally a minute and a half walk from where I yeah, live. The girls gym. Girls gym. Yep. Okay. Um, and they had a ropes and abs class. My girlfriend decided she wanted to do it, but she wouldn't do it unless I did it with her. Um, and I really didn't want to do it. And it's 170 bucks for 12 sessions, wow. which is just way more money than I ever want to spend on working out. Uh, but again, I knew she wouldn't do it if if I didn't do it with her. And I know she's been wanting to to do something. So I was like, all right, I'll do it if you pay for some of it. So she did. Um, and we had our first class on Tuesday and it's at 630 in the morning, which I like because it's before work. Um but I've also never worked out. I've never done a high intensity workout first thing in the morning. <laughs> so it was and it's a small group class. So it's me and three other girls, including my girlfriend and the, <laughs> and, the, and, the, and, the, and the trainer, which is a woman as well. And uh, yes. <laughs> of course, like I want tape five minutes into the workout. I get the old familiar feeling that I used to have Barf. in track. Yep. <laughs> Mind you, it wasn't even anything, you know, like we were just like running in place and like jumping jacks and just like very easy stuff. You know, any normal person to be fair, I'd have been right next to you. (laughs) Any normal person would have no problem. But I knew like as soon as we started, I'm like, I'm starting to feel nauseous already. And I try I it's only a half hour class. So I tried to make it the whole way and it just kept getting worse and worse and worse. I'm like, I just got to okay another another 15 minutes, another 10 minutes. And around the 10 minute mark, I was like, I just went to the trainer. I'm like, I'm going to barf. I got to go outside. She's like, yeah, go ahead. So sure enough, I went in the weeds and uh, threw up the little bit of water I had drank before uh, before the workout. But I felt like such a chum. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. All the at girls least you got looking at me like, where's he going? At least you got that far. I wouldn't have even signed up for it. So, uh, at, least you're you make, what, at least you're making an effort. I gotta tell you, uh, if only you could have seen a tape of me going hiking the week before <laughs> and stopping, like I don't know, fifty feet into it to catch my breath. <laughs> I shouldn't be laughing at all. Uh, I meanwhile there there's a woman walking past me with a baby strapped to her back just uh, marching up the hill. Yeah. And I'm like, if I had a baby, let alone a basketball or anything on my back, it's not a fucking chance. <laughs> uh, yeah, good, it's uh you know, I don't know. One of those things. We did today we it was our second class and uh it it was more strength and less uh, interval, like less cardiovascular yeah. stuff. So I was fine today. And I also, I did a lot of research, like find to find out what caused it. Um, and a lot of it is just, your body's just not used to it. That's pretty much the long and the short of it. And your body tries to reject that change. Um, but it, there's a lot of other things that play into it. And one of the tips I read was to just drink like a cup of milk, uh, half an hour before your workout. So I did that today and I did not feel nauseous at all. So huh. milk, huh? I wouldn't. Have, I would not, never would have guessed that one. No. Low fat has to be skim because high fats stuff is takes a lot longer to digest. But if it's skim milk, 
half an hour out is good, I guess. And it's just enough protein and carbs to give you a little bit of energy and settle huh. your stomach. That's interesting. But it's also different for everybody, so it's just a matter oh, yeah. of finding out what works for you. But ugh, as long as I don't puke again. Hey, good for yeah. you. Yep. Yeah. And the last thing, I found a spider in my belly button yesterday morning, and that was weird. Ooh. Dead. <laughs> Man. That was weird. Rough week, Corey. Tough yeah. week. Been a, been a weird week. <laughs> a dead spider in your belly button. Just a little guy, but yeah. You guys ever it get did. belly button lint? Oh, yeah. Sure. Okay. It was it never, spite, never belly button spiders. Tangled up in the belly button lint. First thing in the morning. Probably crawled was, in there and... Thought it was his web. Yeah. Or it was just your lint. <laughs> Tried to stay warm and... Uh... <laughs> yep. That was the end of it. <laughs> Where do we go from that, Dan? I have no idea. I can't top that. That's for sure. What do you got, Eric? Uh, not really too much. Like I said, my nephews were in town. Uh, that was, it was interesting, uh, non-video game wise too, because my other nephew is only three months old. Um, and his parents were not here. So it was just my wife and I, uh, taking care of him. Uh Um, so I did have to change a few shitty diapers, uh, right in the midst of changing one. He farted on me. Nice. My wife could not have found more funny. Unfiltered offering. Well, cause you know, immediately I thought, oh shit. He's going to, like, unload or something. Yeah. So I, like, just without even thinking about it, just kind of, like, not tossed his legs to the side, but just kind of dropped his legs and ducked. Mm-hmm. And my wife was like, what do you think is going to happen? <laughs> I'm going to pull a gun just on gonna, you. Like, <laughs> just going to shoot out of there? Yeah. You don't want to get poo on your sure. face, Eric. Yeah, I, I thought for sure I was done. Uh, but it was fun. Uh, he's good little good little kid. From what I can gather, they cry if they're hungry. Yep. Uh, Tired. Too hot, too cold, or they're trying not to fall asleep. Huh? And that's pretty much it. Yeah, that's that's how my twins are. As long as you can keep them comfortable, mm-hmm. they're like the easiest babies in the world, which is yeah. convenient. Yeah. Uh, it, it, as long as you don't get like a colicky baby who will just scream all the time. And like my my daughter had some uh, she had intestinal issues when she was younger, so she never slept and cried all the time. Oh, my word. Yeah. Well, he obviously slept in in our bedroom. Uh, First night, he actually slept the the entire night. Mm -hmm. Uh, Second night, he woke up once. I think the third night he woke up twice. Um, But my wife was nice enough to deal with all of that. Thank Mm God. Uh, But yeah, we went down to the uh, Richmond. It's the Virginia Science Museum. It's in Richmond uh, for kids. It's really good. It was really good for my seven-year-old nephew. I think he was a good age for it. Uh, really cool place. I was kind of surprised at how how good it was. Uh, so we took that in, went up to the, the local orchard here where uh, they have like a Bold Rock hard cider tasting room, got some donuts, and took in the views, enjoyed a Bold Rock, um, went to some parks, you know, did all that stuff, but. I think that's really really about it for me dan nice yep. um i don't even know if i have anything to talk about playoff hockey obviously 
Uh, my team is playing currently. Corey, did you want to talk about the Rangers at all? No. Nah. No? Okay. Nah. He's got another He's... podcast to do, though. That's yeah. true. Was Good. it? When did you said you guys recorded it on Tuesday? Tuesday. Tuesday. Okay. So it was before the, the playoffs actually started. Yes, sir. I know you, I know you said it was a pre- preview. Yep. Preview of the playoff series. Uh, I, I did want to mention, Dan, I watched mm-hmm. uh, an episode of Rick and Morty, Corey. Yeah? Oh. Yeah, I told you it's on Hulu, which I discovered. Oh. It's funny. I liked it. It's good. Yeah. I like the, uh, the grandpa. He's cool. He's, he's really, character. really funny. Um, yeah, if you, if you liked him in the first episode, it only gets better. So it gets yeah. pretty dark, too, in spots, uh, which I just realized. I just enough, though. It was I watched because I started from the beginning. It was the pilot episode. Mm-hmm. And I really got a great kick out of when he told him to, to put those. I don't know what they were. Some sort of nuts that help with the time machine. <laughs> he told him to, that he had to put him up his ass. <laughs> He's like, I, I realize this is your first time, but you, you just got to do it. And he's like, if I put them up my ass, they're just going to fall back out. It's got to be you. <laughs> and he calls him, he calls him a pussy and stuff. It's so funny. It's his grandson. No, he's not and, the, pussy. and the dad's like, he, he's ruining our children. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Yep. Uh, it's great. Yeah. It, I'll, pro- it might, I'll probably watch more. <laughs> it might be my favorite animated show. Really? More so than yeah. South Park, even? Oh, yeah. Huh. <laughs> it was pretty fun. Damn. Okay. Yeah, I'll ch- I will definitely be checking it out a little bit more, for sure. Sorry, that, that was just, I just want to make sure I mentioned that. Sounds good. Um, I don't even think I have anything else I want to talk about. I always, I know I have something, but of course I, I don't remember it off the top of my head. So we'll just move on to uh, feedback, I guess it is already, huh? Yeah. All right. Let me just call that up here. We did get um, we got a, a few. late one from Tito. Yeah, Miguel sent one in, and I believe oh, wow. Jake. Oh, we got and four. Somebody else did, too. Uh, Amanda. Huh. Yes. Amanda sent one, too, so. Four contestants for the big game giveaway, huh? Five. Five? Yeah. Holy shit. See what happens record? start giving shit away? <laughs> I think it is a record. All right, here's the first one. First one is from Alex, who says, How are the thumbstick athletes? Listening to last week's episode brought up some sympathy pains in regards to saving for a house. My wife does all the finances, and if it were up to me, I'd have no money saved for anything, especially since Portland, Oregon is about as expensive as California these days. Also, when it comes to wives and girlfriends, how do you find time to play games and spend quality time with the family? I almost feel guilty hogging up the TV to play games while my wife sits and plays on her phone. Any tips for that situation? Have a great weekend. I actually I forgot about this email because this was uh, an early entrant. Yeah, entrance, a few days ago. Uh, yeah, I was really excited when I read this mm-hmm. uh, to talk about this topic. Yeah, because we could do a whole episode on it. Really, we yeah. should do a whole episode on it. To be honest with you, what was There's the first little, part uh, about saving up for a house? Yeah, yeah. I actually I showed this uh, email to my wife as soon as I read it because I knew she'd get a good kick out of it because I've been mean, that's yep. me in a nutshell. Yep, me too. <laughs> so I'd be fucking homeless. <laughs> I'd still be in my apartment on Main Street without question. Very good chance I'd still be living with former intern Tyler in Binghamton, 
passed out in parks. Uh-huh. But you guys would have a lot of cool video games and toys. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Pretty happy that didn't happen. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, as far as like finding time to play games, uh, I I don't know if I feel I do I guess I do feel a little bit guilty playing when my wife is home because we've talked about this before, like she has hobbies kinda that she's into, but like my hobby is video games and I also enjoy, you know, sports quite a bit. So I have two things like if I'm home alone or I need something to kill some time, like I have things I can turn to. Mm-hmm. Her her thing is like she does uh, she makes her own greeting cards but she she doesn't do it very often and usually when she does it she goes home and does it with her sisters for like you know holidays or something like that so i wouldn't say she has like a a hobby to turn to so if i'm playing games and she's home you know she'll do something like like clean the house and i while i sit there on my ass feel guilty my fat fat ass (laughs) and play video games and then i do i feel guilty i'm like you know i mean i don't want to make you sound like an asshole for cleaning in front of me while i'm not doing anything (laughs) but yeah yeah so so i hear you i do i do feel guilty so i try what i try to do is just not play when she's home basically Mm -hmm. unless she's actually really gotten really understanding about like me playing pro clubs late at night if the guys text me i was like hey you know, do you mind if I jump on and play some pro clubs? And she's usually really good about it. Uh-huh. At the end of the day, what it boils down to is she just likes me, which uh-huh. is mind-boggling enough as it is. So I just don't want to really ruin that. Yeah, mm. I agree. Uh, well, luckily, you have a lot of options, actually. Uh, I'll talk about a few of them. I mean, the first one being the Nintendo Switch. Uh, unfortunately for right now, the only game that's really worth having on it is Breath of the Wild. Uh I mean, it'll have a bigger library eventually, but and that'll keep you occupied for a while. So that's an option uh, for systems you already have. If you have a PS4, you have the option of using uh, PS Vita for remote play. So, you know, she can have the TV and you can play games on that. Uh, they also have the streaming to like a laptop option now, right, Eric? I think so. OK, uh, I know the Xbox has that option, too. If you have an Xbox one, you can stream to a laptop uh, so you can play games on your laptop. Um if you have a gaming PC, there's the NVIDIA Shield, which you can stream games to. Uh, you can also use the Steam in-home streaming to stream to a laptop. Uh, if money's no object, too, you can get... Uh, they make gaming laptops now with full graphics desktop desktop graphics cards. Uh, like, the instead of having a GTX 1060 or 1070M, it's got the full GTX 1060 or 1070 graphics card. And that's new with this generation of cards, so that's that's also an option. Um, but yeah, like I'm, I'm in the same boat. Like my, I try to let my wife, I don't monopolize the TV. I let my wife, uh, you know, watch what she wants or when the kids are watching stuff, I let them cause I, I'm with the Eric sports. Uh, we watch a lot of hockey in our house. So, um, yes, my wife is not into sports at all. Right. Yeah. So my wife go to live sports events, but like watching a TV, she has no interest. Yeah. I'm lucky cause, uh, with our direct TV also, we got NHL network. And both of us, when we just have the TV on, it's just NHL Network. Even even she puts it on. It's it's awesome. Uh, but yeah, we watch a lot of hockey in this house. So yeah, I try not to monopolize the TV in addition to those. So I game on my, obviously, my computer 
or the uh, Nintendo Switches has been a, a blessing for that, that specific the thing purpose. That's, that's been really nice for me lately um, is that her work schedule, she works three three 12-hour days and she has four days off, um, but it's kind of all over the place. So it's nice because her schedule is written a couple months ahead of time. So I have that, and I write my own schedule at work, so I can kind of work around it. So uh-huh. what I've been doing is giving myself a, a day off with her, so we have a whole day together, and then I'll give myself a day off to myself, mm-hmm. and that's usually when when most of my gaming is done is on that day. Mm-hmm. So that's that's kind of kind of lucky to to have that flexibility with with work. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Corey. Yeah. Uh, I'm pretty lucky in that we work opposite schedules. We really only have uh, Sunday, all of Sunday, and then Monday night together. And other than that, we're we're opposite because she's a, she's a waitress, um, and I work a nine to five. So pretty much now that when I get home a little after five, she's already at work and is there till ten o'clock or so. Um, so I get a good chunk of time to myself to do whatever I want. Uh, that being said, I do employ some tactics here and there if I need a little extra time or if she's <laughs> off for whatever reason. Um, sometimes I just say, Hey, just so you know, I'm playing games on Saturday. Yeah. Um, the heads know, up is if, always key. If yep. it's scheduled time, she knows she can find something else to do. Um, but yeah, it's just because we have so little time together. Like I look forward to spending that time with her too, you know? Yep. Um, but I was just thinking while you guys were talking, you know how like going to a country club and playing golf is way more like socially acceptable than staying in your home and playing video games to your significant other or family. Yeah. Why don't they have like a a club for a, a country club for like video gaming where you just you could just leave your games there and just, hey, honey, I'm going to the club Not because I don't want other- that's going to get stolen. I don't want other people touching my stuff. That's no, I mean. Dan. It's a country club. You got your own private stall. Well, that's true. Yeah, I don't like to leave home too much because of what chaos can ensue when I leave. Well, I think part of the issue with with gaming, um, but I also that, I've got four kids too, so that factors in. You but are I'm, in the home, like sitting on a couch. You know. Yeah. You should be able to. Oh, the capital is just one. You should be able to, you know, if your significant other wants something, you know, you're expected to be able to deliver on that. But if you're just outside of the house doing something at the country much, club, at the country club, much less expectation of any sort of responsibility. So, yeah. And it always comes back to like, at least with me, I feel like it's always been the kind of thing where. I feel like I'm accomplishing something when I play video games. Yeah. Yeah. But that's not necessarily seen from the other half. Right. So yeah, I it's 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 a tough one. It's a tough one if they're not supportive of your of your habit. It's a tough nut. Like when I when I lived in New York, we didn't work opposite schedules and it was hard for me, like every day to come home and stare at my video games and not really have a good chance to to play them but what i sort of did in that instance which alex you might benefit from this is just have like a serious sit down talk with your significant other and be like this is important to me this is what i want to do in my spare time it helps me and not even all i'm not saying all the time but just here and there you know it helps me calm down it helps with my stress it's it's my golf you know 
Um, I think yeah. an honest conversation would, would definitely help. Yeah, because like you said, at least you're around, too. Yep. You know, you're not doing who knows what when you say you're out golfing. Yeah. Okay. Flirting with the cart girl. <laughs> or pound, <laughs> pounding beers in the bar. Yeah. You know. With the cart girl. With the cart girl, yeah. <laughs> exactly. So there's that, too. Okay. Uh, thanks, Alex. Hopefully we gave you, you gave you some suggestions. Dan, yeah, I wanted uh, to ask. worth the content right Yeah. There. I wanted to ask, do you want to watch the rest of the game and I'll come back and do the feedback with you later? The rest of the feedback? No, I'm watching. I'm watching. and I mean, I've got the game on right in front of me. So if you see me looking down, it's because I'm watching. Okay. But thank you. Uh, No, we'll we'll finish strong here. Uh, Or at least finish. Right, at least finish. (laughs) Right, I can't guarantee it's going to be strong, but we will finish. Uh, so this is from Amanda in Baltimore who says, Hey guys, I've been looking for a switch since it was released. I finally got one. I had to order the bundle from GameSpot, GameStop that came with the neon switch. I love the colors. Zelda, the, the Zelda expansion pass, Lego city undercover and has been heroes. After hearing so many good things about Zelda, I was excited to jump into the game. I played about two hours last night in handheld mode. It looks beautiful. Really like the graphics and the gameplay is fun. A lot of people didn't care for the stamina meter and the weapon breakage. I don't mind it so far. Can't wait to play more. I just beat Horizon after 40 hours. Great game. A lot of fun. I love the mech dino combat. I heard a lot of podcasts that you sh- I heard through a lot of podcasts that you shouldn't play Zelda right after Horizon because of the graphics. I don't agree. When I first saw footage of Zelda, I thought the visuals looked terrible. But now that I have the game in front of me, I really like the graphics style. The only other Zelda game I've played is A Link Between Worlds. I've also heard Lego City Undercover is a good game. Any of you played it? Thanks, Amanda in Baltimore. Uh, yeah, I also really like the colors. I, I didn't initially like seeing it on, on, in screens and stuff, you know, on YouTube, I didn't like the, the way the colors look, but in person, I definitely like the, the neon joy cons. I'm glad, I'm glad I ended up ordering my, my second pair of joy cons that, that are neon. Uh, it's, it's shiny and it's a lot brighter than it looks, uh, when you're seeing them on pictures and stuff. So, so that's cool. Uh, I'm glad you got your hands on one too. They're still kind of hard to find. You kind of have to get lucky, right place, right time, or be, uh, you know, shopping around on Amazon when they the the rare time they have them available. Um, sorry, the Predators just had a good scoring chance. Anyway, yeah, uh, Zelda. Obviously, we we talked a lot about Zelda. She beat Horizon after forty hours. Very nice. Uh, yeah. It's a good uh, amount of time. Yeah, likes the graphic. Oh. Uh, what do, I mean, what are your guys' thoughts on playing Zelda right after Horizon because of the graphical differences? I know, Eric, you weren't as big of a fan of the Legend of Zelda graphics, right? No, I didn't care for the graphics all that much. But, I mean, you, you know going in, it's certainly not going to look like Horizon. But the gameplay no. is good enough. And, you know, even though I, I don't even necessarily wouldn't say I got bored with it, I just felt like I had done everything that there kind of was to do at that point. Mm-hmm. Um but but that stuff was was enough to keep me occupied for a really long time, and right. I, I don't think playing After Horizon is an is an issue. Yeah, but just don't go in expecting the same thing. Right, completely different games. Yeah, Zelda's more sandboxy, which is weird to say. You know, you kind of you kind of are given the tools to create. I mean, what, we talk about this a lot, but create your own fun. You know, I don't feel like a lot of other games do that well. I guess. Yeah. Well, the, or the as, difference... as well as Zelda. 
the difference in Zelda is it's not, I mean, it is kind of creating your own fun, but it's like, it's purposeful. It's like, hmm, I have to solve this issue. I wonder yeah. if this weird thing I'm going to try works. And then it does. And you're like, oh, that was cool. You know? <laughs> yeah, sure. Uh, Lego City Undercover. I've also heard that. That's one I wanted to get on the Wii U. I just never ended up pulling the trigger. I will probably get it on the Switch at some point. I haven't. I don't think any of us have played it, right? No. Uh, I've also heard it doesn't run that well on PC. So there's that. So I'll probably get it for Switch. Probably on a sale. I can't imagine I'll want to pay full price for it, but who knows? It all depends on what my funds look like and how much time I have, you know? Yeah. So that was from Amanda. The next is from Idaho Jake, who says, This day in gaming history, on April 13th, 1999, Quake 4 was released on Mac in the U.S. Not much more to say, but go Blackhawks. Ooh, that's bad, Juju. Let's knock on wood, Dan. Ew. I didn't say it. (laughs) It's bad timing, Jake. Bad timing. You know, we said we missed you last week, but this week, I don't know. After a comment like that. I'm just I'm pulling for the caps this year. Uh-huh. Those are my guys. I'm rooting for the caps for Ovechkin to get his cup. Trots, because who doesn't like trots? Yeah, and, I love I'm a trots lover. And Oshi. Oshi, yeah. American hero. American hero, yep. And Justin Williams, because Mr. Game Seven. <laughs> yeah. Just cool. He's a grizzled vet. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Thanks okay. for the, the update, though, Jake. The This day in gaming history. We missed it. Yes, we did. And we missed you. Yes, we did. Always. Um, <laughs> okay. The next is from Miguel, who says, What's up, gentlemen? Not much to say about my gaming world. I only had three questions and a trivia game. Uh, number one, what's your guys' predictions on which NHL teams will be make it, making it to the Stanley Cup? Number two, any food reviews? Number three, I might regret asking this, but my curious side needs an update on Dan's bidet. I don't think I, I don't think I missed the bidet hangover episode, right? Uh, please, no spoilers. Uh, yeah, well, let's answer those before we do the uh, do the trivia game uh, predictions. Which NHL teams will be making it to the Stanley Cup Finals? I got the Hawks and Rangers. Hawks and Rangers. Yeah. Wow. Is it- is it possible for the Capitals and Predators to make it? Yes. All right, that's what I'm picking. Nice. I'm going uh, with my my heart. I all I, I say this every year, but I think this is the Capitals' year. I think they've got some of the pieces that they were missing in the past. One of those being Justin Williams, the other being Shattenkirk. I think he's yep. a great addition. Um, so yeah, Capitals in the East and the West. I feel like the West is a little more wide open than the east i mean not I, I shouldn't say that because really like anything can happen in the playoffs but i you really can never count out the blackhawks you know just because they're so experienced and stuff right i think so. it, it, this playoff more than any other uh i think pretty much the only series that isn't 50 50 for me is the caps and leafs okay so you think the caps are gonna crush them I think so, yeah. Inexperience, right? Yeah, there's a lot going on there. I mean, the Caps are the whole package, and the Leafs are just some young young bucks. Yeah, yeah, a couple of young studs. A bunch yeah. of young studs, I should say. Okay, uh, food reviews. Anything? Anybody eat anything new lately? Yeah, I went to Taco Bell. 
couple days ago and got the bur- taco burrito. Mm-hmm. I was surprised because it just looks like a regular burrito. Uh-huh. Uh but it was good. I mean Does that does it have a taco on the inside? No, I don't even know what they were going for to be honest with you. Yeah, what's the hook there? Yeah, hang on. Let me uh let me look it up. Somebody else give one. Okay. Maybe that's what I ate the other day. Is that one what of you my, had? One of my coworkers went to Taco Bell and came back and couldn't finish his last burrito. And I was like, oh, I'll eat it. Um, yeah. And I ate it. I'm like, I've never, I'm not sure. I never asked him, but I was, wasn't sure what it was. And maybe that's what it was. Okay. So here we go. I'm just going to, I'm going to read the description of the loaded taco burrito. Loaded from taco the website. Mm-hmm. Ready? Peanut butter and jelly, macaroni and cheese, spaghetti and meatballs. What do these classic pairs have in common? They're all timeless love stories where some brave soul took a chance to push them together in what could only be described as pure destiny. Mm. What's funny is that the taco and burrito have lived side by side on the menu, waiting for that nudge to embrace and become the new it couple on the food chain for a long time. Well, it's finally happened. And true romance is in the air via the new loaded taco burrito. The taco and burrito made a lovely taco burrito baby. Yeah, so it's uh, it's crunchy taco ingredients and a double helping of seasoned beef. Mm-hmm. So it's got lettuce, tomato, cheese, uh, looks like uh, maybe some sauce, and uh, beef. Love double the beef. Can't go it, wrong it's with basically the just a regular burrito. I, I don't Maybe it doesn't have beans. Okay. I, I guess it depends what your idea of a regular burrito is. But it was it was good. It was very good. Okay. And it's only a dollar fifty. Oh, you can't beat that. No. Okay. I don't have anything new that I've eaten that I can no, think of. No more naked chicken chalupa at Taco Bell. That didn't yeah. last long. That's unfortunate. That was good. Yeah. They brought back the uh, the triple double. Yeah, the triple double. Uh, crunch wrap. Yeah. I did manage to snag one while that was going on. Oh, yeah? Yeah, I had one of those too. Big. A lot bigger than the normal crunch wrap. I'm actually not a huge crunch wrap guy. Okay. But. I'll tell you what, if my crunch wrap isn't crunchy, I'm pissed. Because I had a, so- a soggy, soggy, soggy mushy crunch wrap. Ugh. You have to eat it right away. Any anytime you get a taco, you've got to eat it right away. They, they get they get soggy really fast. That was my mistake. I I brought it home. I set it on the table. I walked the dog. I came back, gross. Yeah, yeah. While we're on the topic of food, I did want to talk about this briefly with my experience with my nephew this weekend. He's a very picky eater. Uh-huh. Um, he'll only eat a handful of things, but one of the things he yep. likes is chicken nuggets. Uh huh. So I said. By the good grace of God, you are in Chick-fil-A town. He's <laughs> never had Chick-fil-A before. I said he will love Chick-fil-A. Well, he wanted chicken tenders, so I got him chicken tenders. And he took two bites of one. And I could tell. And he knows that, that it pisses me off when he won't eat. Yeah. So he didn't want to tell me he didn't like it. And I saw he only took a couple bites when he was mowing down the french fries. And I go, you not, you don't not liking the chicken? And he's like. No, it's not like I was gonna smack him or something. I wanted to. Oh yeah, but I'm just like, well, where do you like your chicken from? He's like, well, I like McDonald's chicken nuggets, Uh, and I just can't wrap my head around it, guys. 
or the the crappy frozen one, like Tyson ones, probably too, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But mm-hmm. McDonald's is, is, in my opinion, the worst fast food. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I would say that I'd pick Burger King over McDonald's. Yeah. Oh, definitely. Wendy's, no doubt. Yeah, definitely. But I just he didn't like the Chick Fil A. I was heartbroken. Yeah. I was so excited. I was almost as excited to introduce him to Chick Fil A as I was Halo. At least you probably got to eat them, though, right? Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's the only benefit to to you that situation. That. Uh, the other thing at Chick Fil A too that I had him try, uh, he really likes slushies, and they have a frozen lemonade drink there. Mm. That it's lemonade mixed with vanilla ice cream, and it is amazing. He didn't like that either. Okay. So I got to eat that too. <laughs> nice. But, uh, yeah, that's that's my my food review. Okay. Uh, update on my bidet. So, what well, I'm what two months into having a bidet. Uh, I absolutely love it. I can't imagine pooping in a toilet without a bidet. Um, significant decrease in the amount of toilet paper we need now. For a while after we first got it, my daughter, whenever she would go to the bathroom, would use almost a whole roll of toilet paper. So we didn't see the savings uh, initially. But, uh, you know, after yelling at her enough and finally, finally, the message came across that you don't need to use a whole roll of toilet paper when you go to the bathroom. So, uh, yeah, I, I absolutely love it. I, I shudder to think of what's going to happen when, uh, I've got a poop and I won't have my bidet. I almost want to like, if I'm somewhere else, crawl in the sink and run the water on my butt. <laughs> I, won't, I won't, but it would be tempting. So yeah, yeah, maybe I that's my first upgrade uh, when we move into the new house. Yeah, it's easy. They're they're inexpensive. I would definitely yes. recommend it. All right. Some people uh, don't like the cold water. You can get fancier ones with warm water, but the cold water is actually quite refreshing. And now that we're moving into summer, I think it's especially oh. going to be nice to have the refreshing cold water on your on your bum bum. Wake so. you up in the morning. A little oh, shot yeah. of something something there. Yeah, definitely. And like I said, significant savings on on toilet paper costs because I used a ton. So there's also that. All right. Not as much as our former intern Tyler did, I can tell you that. (laughs) Tyler was a big TP user. Oh, my God. (laughs) Well, you know. He's a uh, one roll of shit guy. Really? (laughs) Wow. Well, you know, bigger guy. Probably ate a lot of processed foods. There's a lot to clean up afterwards, you know. Sure. (laughs) <laughs> all right so tsa trivia game so we need to name the date episode or episode number uh so these are the things that happened in this episode uh number one in this episode there were four hosts one of them was not will there would be two minute long breaks with generic elevator music playing in between the break <laughs> times Corey talks about he can't wait to build his computer after recently purchasing a thousand dollars worth of computer parts Corey was more uh, giddier than a teenage girl waiting in line for Justin Bieber, Justin Bieber concerts. <laughs> uh, Dan plugs his Borderlands 2 review he wrote. Eric was anti-computer gaming. He would break, break your guys' balls whenever the rest of the crew would talk about computer gaming. And a Counter-Strike came up. Oh, was this uh, the one that was Justin on. was on? Justin. The Counter-Strike oh, episode. Okay. Uh, yeah, it was, it was competitive gaming. Competitive gaming. 
What episode? Do you remember what episode it was? It was early, man. It was very early. I want to say it was in the first 50, first 20, first 30. Well, I I have a a revelation. Yeah, because you're a computer. I built that when Hurricane Sandy hit. So it was right before that. Well, that doesn't seem like it's far enough back. 2013, right? That was Hurricane Sandy. October 2013. Uh, Yeah, I mean, that would have been four years ago now. Or almost four years ago. Okay. Yeah, I'm... I mean, I... Probably maybe would have been the episode. I can't remember. October or September of 2013. So it would have been... Uh, roughly two years after we started so we're looking at maybe around a little over 100 episode yeah episode. okay that's uh, all i got all right hold on i'm gonna look i already looked at the answer but go ahead oh okay <laughs> uh <laughs> let's see i'm having fun sifting through here you said around 100 dan what's that the episode number? Yeah. It's around 100. Well, yep. We did kind of get it, I think, if it is com- called we're, Competitive Gaming, because it's the episode correct. or episode number. We were correct on the episode title. Yeah. yeah. So it was episode 66. Oh, yeah, okay. Gaming 101, Competitive Gaming, there October 22nd, 2012. Uh, Came out on the 25th, it says here. Got okay. the wrong year. On iTunes. Uh, in this episode, Justin joins the TSA crew to talk about his experience in competitive gaming with Counter-Strike. Also, you guys talk about the major layoffs of Zynga in 2012 and how you guys take full credit for the fall of Zynga. (laughs) (laughs) That sounds about right. Good for us. Uh, Corey tries to stay away from talk or listening uh, and do media hype of the movie The Hobbit. Uh, Corey would be singing Staying Alive through The Hobbit trailers whenever they would come on TV. Uh, I guess you guys used to drink whenever we get new Twitter followers. Only yeah. Dan and Eric participated in this drinking game for this episode. I was thinking about that the other day, how much, how bombed we used to get for most every episode. Yeah. Yeah, we used to partake. Yeah. Back when uh, we were real. Back when we were real. Eric mentions in his history of playing FIFA for the first time ever, Eric reaches Division One. <laughs> Very nice. Uh, enthusiastic Dan. Well, go ahead, Corey. No, I was just gonna say we still drink for thummies. Yeah, that's about it. I'll probably drink next. I week. I plan on drinking next week. I will too then. Because I, no, I'm almost it. positive I have the day off the next day. Oh, and we got we got an empty net. Anyway, uh, enthusiastic Dan, <laughs> along with the rest of the crew, were really excited for the highly anticipated game known as Ask Creed Three, coming Whoa, a few weeks before this boy. episode. Right after the episode, you guys recorded Hangover, uh, say Assassin's Creed 3 preview. If only someone could have warned Dan to prevent his final straw with his Xbox 360 and stick to primarily computer gaming. All right, gentlemen, you guys enjoy it. Once again, I apologize for my bad grammar. That's all for me. Avenger out. Thanks, Avenger. Uh, I love those those emails are great. I do. I love revisiting the the good old days, you know. I'm glad we got that. I I was worried we might never get one. Yeah, that was a good one. Right? There was yeah. just enough in there, like to help us, you know, yeah. but not too much. Yep. Yeah. Dan, do you want me to read Tito's email so you can watch the game? Yeah, probably. It's all right. There's minute left. Tito from L.A. got back into Horizon after some time with Mass Effect. 
Focusing now mainly on the story after doing a ton of side stuff. Man, there are moments when I feel like it could be a Game of Thrones game only slightly. Yeah, I kind of got that vibe a little bit. I arrived in the big city of Meridian, and there's a character that I feel would fit right alongside Varys and Littlefinger, and the city and detail around it is really cool. I wanted to point out to you guys and any listeners interested, there's a video on YouTube posted by PlayStation where Neil Druckmann from Naughty Dog interviews the director of Horizon, Herman Hulst. It's really cool to hear them talk about video games and how their games Horizon, Uncharted, and Last of Us evolved during development. It's about 20 minutes long and neat to listen to two guys talk about things only they could talk about. I found on Reddit an article mentioning a guy who's making really cool animated GIFs of Horizon. He makes them look Extremely cinematic, and they're awesome. One of them is a really great great one that reminds me of a Jurassic Park scene. I posted it on the Facebook page. In the meantime, I plan on beating Horizon soon and trying to get some drop shot action with Eric and Corey. Let's do it, guys. Uh, speaking of Rocket League, Eric did text me on Friday asking if I wanted to play, but as I said to him, I was in a really pissy mood that night. Um, and I don't even remember why, but I just had no interest in interacting with anybody mm-hmm. um so i was, I was in, in a shitty mood too so it worked out fine <laughs> <laughs> yeah i was in my little uh hobbit hole playing playing games by myself so yeah um yeah that's, that's where you want it that's where you want a turtle and not interact with anybody yep exactly because it doesn't take long when I, if i'm in a pissy mood it doesn't take long for me to come out of it i just need some time you know yeah. a little bit of time a few hours whatever mm-hmm. a few hours of uninterrupted me and i'm i'm good mm-hmm um, no, that's interesting. You brought up the uh, Game of Thrones comparison for Horizon. Um, I, I definitely got that vibe a little bit. I am not to Meridian yet, though, so I have more to to discover. Meridian's the big city, right, Eric? I don't know. <laughs> in Horizon? Excuse me. Oh, in Horizon. I'm sorry. I thought you were talking about Mass Effect. Uh, you know what? I, to be honest with you, I don't really remember. I didn't get too super far past where you are. Okay. Um, and I don't really remember. Okay. But yeah, I'll uh, definitely he... check out that video, Tito. I wanna. That's not. That does sound interesting because they they just make great games, and it's you, you want to get inside their heads. You know. Go ahead, Dan. He posted the gifts on our Facebook page. Oh, did apparently he? I have not. I want to see it, but. I can't figure we've talked about this before we started, but I cannot for the life of me figure out our Facebook page. Facebook's a nightmare. I don't oh, like terrible stuff is just every like, I don't know. I don't know what they were thinking, but anyway, there's like a we'll thousand try to... clickable things on a Facebook page. Yeah, it just, it's ridiculous. Absolutely ridiculous. Yep. Maybe that's by design, but who knows? Should we do the drawing? Yeah. Um, I will call up the list of games. Who gets what number? Um, uh, do you know Al- if uh, are we all squared up with Jake? No, we're not. I have I have a couple games to deliver. I think three actually. So Alex is one. Yeah. Uh, Amanda, Amanda is two. two. Jake is I three. Jake is three. Yep. And then we have Avenger. Yep. AKA Miguel. Miguel. And Valencia. Four and Tito. Five. 
and we will go random number generator one through five. And the winner is number four, Avenger. Avenger. All right. Let's have a look at the game, shall we? So we got one through 195. Did you add uh, inside to the list twice? Uh, no, but I can. Why? You got a copy, right? I got it. Well, I wasn't sure if Dan had, Dan already had it, didn't he? Yeah. Are we giving the, I'll be giving mine away. Yeah. Sure. I, yep. I, I'll give mine away too. So we'll, we'll have two copies of inside. I don't know if you can make a notation on that somehow. Sure. I put one E one D. All right. So we got one through 200 then. And the first game for Avenger is number 22. Which is Grim Dawn. That's a good one. Good, good start. One, yeah. Good start. Uh, just got to make a note here. Grim Dawn. Second game, 190. They did it, huh, Dan? What? Did they win? Yeah. I mean, there's 0.2 seconds left. So. Warlock. I don't know anything about Warlock. Anybody know anything about Warlock? That's no, um. I'll look it up. That's a uh, fart. Uh, paradox game, I think, right? I do not know. Warlock. No, I don't think it is. Never mind. All right. It's just Warlock is what it's called. Yep. One to, one to nothing. With the shutout. Yeah. Um. The next one up. Is God mode? I think that game's supposed to be pretty good. Didn't that? Didn't somebody win that before? I don't know. It was in the drawing. So so far we got Grim Dawn, Warlock, God mode. Fourth game is number one. Ah, uh, we can't do that one because somebody picked it. I just didn't take it off the list. One forty-seven. The Lord of the Rings Online Steely Dawn Starter Pack. <laughs> mm-hmm. Lotro Starter oh, Pack. Hey, you never know. You never know. And the last one, 141, Sanctum 2. That came up just, again. Just the second one. Yeah. <laughs> uh, this list is pretty easy for me. I'm going Grim Dawn. Yeah. I think we would all probably go Grim Dawn. I think, I think Miguel's won before, and I think he declined his game, so we'll mm. keep that in mind, too. We'll I see. think I think that was Miguel. We will the see. only Warlock I can find came out in 94 for Sega Genesis. Well, I'm thinking of Magicka. That's the Bethesda game. Or not Bethesda, Paradox. Grim Dawn, Warlock, Sanctum 2, God Mode, and Lotro Starter Pack. I do know I know Alex. I owe Alex Stardew Valley. Or did someone send it to him already? Mm. I didn't. Nobody did, right? Said I can't wait to play Stardew Valley. That must be his pick. Okay. If you didn't send it to him, I you no know, one else did. I don't know if I did. <laughs> you asked all of us the other day if any of us sent it. I'll I'll figure it out. <laughs> just email him and or reply well, to I his just email. Check my sent emails too, because I think oh, I've yeah. just been emailing all of them. But I will make sure everybody gets what they're owed. I think we owe Jake two games. Yeah, he yep. tweeted us what they were. Okay. Anything else? No, that's it. Next week, episode 300, right, Dan? 
Oh, jeez. <laughs> Dog's acting up. No, it's chaos upstairs. Um, yeah, next week's going to be the big episode 300. <laughs> uh, Gimli's very so, excited for it. Yeah. Uh, episode 300 next week. Uh, you know, we're going to do... Should we say what we're going to do or no? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. We, we, okay, yeah we're going to do our uh, top 10. Revisited, revisited, revisited. Uh, so on and so forth. As we so, always do. As we always do. Yeah. The next 100. I think I'll have some big changes. Okay. Yeah, I'll, I'll, have a, I'll have a few additions. I don't know about big changes, but... Uh, I should probably go upstairs and see what happens. So that'll do it for episode 299 of the Thumbstick Athletes Podcast. I'm your host, Dan. I'm Eric. Corey. Thanks for listening, and get out of my basement. One, two, three, four, five.